Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Go find the recording files. Some of them are relative to what will happen today or tonight. But we still have two days to figure out what's going to happen until we really get information on what's going to happen. So that's some of what I think I'm going to hit tonight. Hopefully get any questions or any other information people have. And talk about some of the the jumping around that people are doing to other programs, which can sometimes get pretty crazy, and it doesn't necessarily pay off in the end because they're doing it out of panic and out of emotion instead of finding out why this one went down. Hi, Mike. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Okay, we're going to start up here in about five minutes after the hour. We are... I've got two more minutes. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad to see that more people are coming on, and that I'm also glad to see that Gladi hasn't shut their doors yet, which means we could have either we could either extract ourselves gracefully, or um, know that it's made a lot of mistakes and maybe has solved some of them and won't make them again. So it could make it a stronger company in that aspect. But I do know there's a lot of crazy competition coming in, and some of those positions they're doing are just don't seem feasible to me based on everything they got to do and get done. Interesting part, and some people will maybe have some information on this, is a lot of the websites look identical almost to the point that the same person created them. And that brings up a bunch of questions as well. And I don't take it out of the realm of possibility that they're taking money from one site to repair another. So there's so many possibilities, and that's what I want to talk about tonight. So people have a perspective of the broad capabilities of this whole thing to either fall flat on its face or keep going. In either case, we need to know what to do and get an idea of how to react and possibly salvage what we got in this so we can move on to the next one. Okay. 934. Um, I think I'll go ahead. We haven't heard any new dings coming in. Um, my name is Tim, and it's almost 935 here on Wednesday night. Um, it's a regular call, call coin chat. And most of the time, in the beginning, we talked about almost exclusively Gladia coin, but there have been other situations and other um, trading scenarios that we've discussed. And so the purpose of this call is basically tonight is to shed some light on where I think we are. And of course, there may be a lot of agreement or disagreement, and I want to hear some of that so that everybody that's on it has a, a feel for what the possibilities are. Because I think what we need to do is look at the possibilities and react to those, as opposed to reacting to um, emotional knee-jerk type stuff. Because that never turns out well in every experience I've had. Um, so we started, uh, most people on this call started with a company called GladioCoin. And that's how the, the coin chat WhatsApp um, 
private chat was created, I didn't need to communicate what was going on and as it was unfolding. And the fact was this company had very, very little information flowing from the company. And strangely enough, I understand that from the standpoint of setting up a company like this. The last thing that you can support is thousands of people calling from all over the world to ask questions, the same questions over and over and over and over and over. They should have done, which is what they seem to be doing now, that they realize is that they have to have a regular flow of information out to the customers that answer 90% of the questions they know are going to be answered or asked. And they need a way for people to correct situations like wrong payments um, because some people pay, made payments that didn't have the right number on them. So we they don't know where a, a, a send is coming from, um, all they have is a wallet number. And unless the number hits the right position in the back office and triggers that as an acceptance, then the computer doesn't know where the damn money came from and it doesn't know why the money isn't exactly what the computer asked for in the back office. So those are things that would have been learned in the first round because not many people, if anybody, has done this game to the extent that Gladiator did, and it started over six months ago, so it's been around a while. And it has made other mistakes. So what I'm doing and want to encourage, not from the standpoint of anything but sanity, is perceive that they can pull this off because I don't see them wanting to just give up and run. By what they've done and how they've done it, they've hit bumps, a few bumps, they've corrected those bumps, they've failed to communicate with the, the field, and I think most of them are Spanish-speaking people, so they're speaking in Portuguese and Spanish and English. And that may be part of the problem, although you can hire people to handle that situation. But if you don't perceive the problems before they happen, obviously, you have to try to patch as you go. And that's kind of what I felt they've done. Although they had a beautifully simple and elegant system that handled 99% of the operation perfectly, obviously that 1% squeaked in and has caused some problems. And what I encourage people to do is realize that they haven't shut down yet. Realize you can sit in your back office. Realize that you can look around and see things are, are changing a little bit. And then there are new sections where they're bringing out communication. Now, why would they do that if they knew they were going to go out of business? I don't know why. I couldn't imagine why. Um, so that's why I thought it would be smart to hang in until you get communication that, yes, we're going to start back up. We may start up slow, but we're going to start back up and try to build up capital again or we can't make it, we can't do it, it's just too big of a of a problem and we can't solve it because we don't have enough money and then they could declare they're going to step out. But one of those is the bigger of the two opportunities that they've been trying to stay in it, otherwise they wouldn't still have it open and still be running, having all that input coming in and going out, um, updating the back office with news reports and stuff. So given that, I want to support that it happens, so not just woo-woo mentality, but trying to prepare for what happens the days that it either triggers or goes away. And, again, there's two choices. We support it until it dies, possibly looking for other opportunities, because I there's two things that I said from the beginning of this in any investment that I have ever played with is that, first of all, what you want to do is, is mitigate your risk. Mitigate your risk by going in, putting in what you can lose, and then getting – what you put in back out, so you're planning house money. That's one way to mitigate risk. For people who sign in a day after it blows up, if it does blow up, of course, 
that becomes a little bit harder to mitigate. But for all the people that have been coming in over the last six months, that was a good strategy, always a good strategy. Everybody that's done that hasn't lost anything. Everybody who didn't think about it or wasn't on a call or didn't hear somebody say it may have not done that or have been able to do it, so they they may end up on the short end of the stick. But again, that stick hasn't come up and it hasn't been given, we haven't been given the short end, so it's still not in stone yet. So that was one of the issues was being able to mitigate your risk. Um, the other one is real, realize really what it is. And if it was trading, in fact, and we had no way of figuring that out, but how, other than talking to a couple of the high earners who had said they would spent time and talked to some of the owners, that the thing actually was trading through an Autobot, and we've described what the Autobot is, which is it's a computer that's programmed to trade automatically in a marketplace, and this market was Forex, Forex cryptocurrency. Those, that's not unusual. It's being done every day. It started at Wall Street. Believe it or not, I found out just about three months ago that the people who actually brought the software and created the software making it possible to trade by computer were the Russians, Russian programmers were the ones that created the, the AutoTalk or the, the chat software that went between the brokerage house and computer and the small computers either as a one-man operation sitting at a computer, a home computer, or somebody at a server like these guys supposedly down in in Singapore. So all those things are not unfeasible. They're all things that have been in play for a while. Um, this is the first time that I know at any scale that they've gone into cryptocurrency, although I've been working on an auto, on Autobot for a little while, spent a lot of money, and that's how I learned that the Russians were the ones that had the keys to um, programming the chat software between the brokerage house and the outside servers. And so I, I learned that those kind of problems had been solved recently, and that's why the cryptocurrency guys went into it. I had thought about going into it, and I had asked the programmers whether we could program this to do cryptocurrency, regular currency, and they basically said anything that's in a marketplace that moves in the Forex, you can use it for it. So it was inevitable this was going to happen. Um, the fact was some of us got in early, made a sizable amount of money, and some of us are still in it and could still come out okay. Um, there's been the ransom that people have talked about. Um, they call it administrative fee. I think that was a desperation move. They had to create money from somewhere because I think they lost a chance load, and they could have even gone to a point of having to pay out on margin, which means it's money you borrowed to stay in the game as you're climbing and making money. You can run out a, a bill, a debt, on a thing called a margin call. And if the Autobot was doing that automatically and ran them up to their max and then they got wiped out, then, of course, that margin call has to be paid up in a reasonable amount of time. So you go out and get bridge loans for that sometimes or find larger investors that will come in and rescue you. And that's my belief, what they've been in the process of doing um, because they gave one-week strategies on each move that they did. The last one was the suspension. In other words, they don't have enough margin ability in the brokerage house that they're using to actually buy or trade, buy and sell um, coins. And so they need to get credit somewhere or they need to get cash, and that's probably what they've been out doing, would be my guess. That's what I'd be doing if I made that same mistake that I described and I was in the place they are. Because I don't see them wanting to give up all the momentum they've got, although they've given up a bunch of it. 
because of the mistakes. But I wouldn't want to give up all the organization that exists out there that could instantly be turned on again if they make the right moves um, because they'd be ahead of almost all but about three companies that I can think of that are doing this. There's one that's been out there for five, seven years. That's been successful at it, but it's been doing it slow and a lot more conservatively and within the bounds of most trade groups and They've been able to do it with the average man, where most of the groups that trade are institutional. Most of the kinds of companies that give these kind of returns are institutional, and you usually have to be high asset in order to play in them. They're, it's a control club. And so this was another unusual thing about this that you should add to the, the list of whys, and that is how did this kind of a profit-making capability get out to the average guy, and who would try to stop that? if anybody did. Um, there's two people that are, are basically in control of the Bitcoin market because they have the most invested in, in Bitcoin, and they have a tendency to be able to move the market at will. Well, if you just watch what they do and follow that market and look at volumes, you can pretty much stay within a safe range of where they're playing and not get hurt too bad. But when they did what they did, which was cause this vertical spike to go up and then back down, that's going to catch some people their pants down, and it could have been the Autobot, and it could have been Gladiant. So that was a speculation. It's something that I think probably happened. So, again, the game isn't over. At least I haven't seen it anywhere, if anybody can bring that, that point up to indicate that they've seen that the plug has finally been pulled. That would be interesting to know. If anybody has any information specifics that I haven't brought up, because most of mine, again, is speculation based on a lot of experience, then it would be kind of nice if people would share that. We'll do that in just a minute. But I also don't have a problem with opening this up to other um, companies, especially if you're willing to support the information you put in those companies about what kind of research you've done on them. Because when this was started, Gladi was the only game in town, and there was no way to research it. The only thing we could find was that it was run by a – or at least the, the website was being run by GoDaddy out of Scottsdale, Arizona. And that's as close as we get to it. And the other – the other touchstone we had was, of course, William Portillo, who had claimed to talk to some of the people up top. And he was making enough money where he would have been significant enough to be able to approach owners or owners would approach him. So I see that as a possibility, but nobody I know ever got to him. I, I found out, like I said, where the website was registered, who registered it, all that stuff, but we didn't know any more than that or where to find him. And we'd had to have somebody go to Singapore to do that. Um, so, again, the, I, I have no problem turning the part of this, and I think James was the one who started this site, so it's really up to him if we want to share other sites that are doing well. But my caution is that, is that whatever happens here, if it's not solved, will happen there. And the fact is it might happen faster. Um, because experience, as some of you may well know, can make up for an awful lot of money and time and um stupidity. So to jump to something else really quick without knowing what you're jumping to, you're jumping from the old adage in the frying pan to the fire. So until this fire dies down a little bit, I would be reluctant to do something again to lose more money in the same way I, I would have lost it if I did it here. But on the other hand, let's see what happens over the next two days. We may be forced, if we want to keep moving in this direction, we may be forced to move into some things that are, are very dubious at best, depending on what kind of risk you want to take. 
And like I said, there's one out of Dubai that I found that's, that has some staying power. They've been around five to seven years, and they don't return as much as this, the one that we're talking about now or some of the other even more aggressive returns that I'm seeing, which I don't see how they're going to do that for very long because I don't think the the financial communities are going to let them let the average guys make that kind of money in any marketplace. We shall see, but that's usually that's been the way it's been for at least the last 50 years that I've been around. So let's bring up any information anybody has. Like I said on the website, we can, I don't have a problem if James doesn't. He can post that after the fact or say it now that he doesn't have any pro- problem with people posting things that they found. Um, and move from there. Um, I intend to have this as long as Vladdy is up in order to keep Portfield informed because I brought people into this and I want to be able to report to them what I know because I do have a, a large catch area for information larger than most of the people I know that came into it. So I want to serve them in letting them know what I know so that they don't live in panic because that's not a place to make money and it's not a place to be successful. You have to roll with the punches and what we don't know is what the punches are yet. We know some of them but we don't know whether there's been a you know a, a, a jab and then a right hook to knock us to the floor yet. So I'm still standing. There's a lot of people that are, and some people are just laying down, and I don't understand that. But let's discuss some of that stuff. Um, James, if you have any input as to what I said, and if you're on the call, please chime in and let us know if it's okay to post information because we use that as a bulletin board as well as just a chat room. And if there are any questions after he gets done I'd or input, I'd certainly like to hear that. So go ahead, James, if you're there. Yeah, thanks, Tim. Uh, appreciate your overview on really kind of what's been going on transpiring uh, between Gladiacoin and, of course, everybody else. It seems like uh, everybody's kind of scattering in all sorts of different directions. Uh, I, I'd like to see the chat really kind of stay on point with, you know, anything's going on with Gladiacoin. Uh, I don't think most of us uh, – or too intolerant of a little humor here and there. So, uh, um, uh, you know, but uh, as far as an open discussion regarding some of the other platforms, I I don't think I would be really too opposed to that uh, until we get to the word on what's going on with Gladiacoin. I, I'd probably, I guess I, I'm not uh, so, um, I, I can't really get behind, you know, putting up direct referral links. I, I, I think the approach there would be that, if you're interested in something that somebody else is in, I mean, if people want to share, you know, a program that they're in, that's fine. I don't, I don't think we need to, you know, start putting in uh, direct referral links. If you have uh, some interest in something that somebody else has mentioned that they're involved with, uh, that's fine. I really think that we could kind of uh, be uh, helping each other out by kind of keeping an eye out for, you know, what's out there, what to be careful about. Um like Tim said, you know, making knee-jerk reactions when, you know, the things that are going on with Gladiacoin like they have, um, you know, we we start thinking immediately about how can we uh, get our Bitcoin uh, growing again. And uh, so I think there are some programs out there that might be viable. Um, we just kind of have to discover what those are and and uh, realize what kind of risk that we're involved in. Nobody in this chat has given any financial advice or legal advice or any of that other advice. Um, so everybody's got to proceed at their own, you know, buyer beware uh, mentality uh, before they go, you know, swinging their bat. 
at at something else. So uh, anyway, if if they're, I, I my I guess my position is if uh, if people want to share some of the other programs that are out there, maybe cautions and things like that. Uh, that's that's fine if somebody does share something that they're having uh, you know some success with or. Um, you know, maybe can develop a little bit of foundation why they like something that I think might good be it might be good for the group. Um, I, how, how, one thing I want to point out is a really good way of doing that is not inundating the platform with tons and tons of information, but possibly mention a website. And if anybody wants to find out more about it, they can go directly to the number and name and do a private chat. Um, that might be the most uh, a really good way so that everybody else that get bogged down in in um, heavy promotion or anything like that, which is not something we should be doing. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not promoting investments. This is a private chat room to solve problems, as James said, um, to express problems and make it a little bit safer for a group, a private group, to proceed. Because we're not we we can't promote investment. It's not something that's legally and lawfully. Um, okay in the U.S. So that's not what we're doing, and that's not our intention. And as James said, there's no legal or financial advice going on here. It's strictly opinion. that one. That's why we're offering up the platform to give it. I'm sorry for the interruption, Jim. No, that's okay. I Like I said, I think uh, I'd like to see people refrain from putting on your direct referral link. If you do have questions about a particular program that somebody else might have mentioned or said that they've done some research on and they, you'd like for them to elaborate, you know, you can always private message them. Uh, hopefully everybody by now knows how to use the app and how you can contact somebody that's already in the chat if you don't have them in your contact. I'm sorry. Is that a question or a statement? Is that a question or a statement? Do you know, Jim? I don't. Okay, I didn't hear it either. But uh, anyway, if you're not quite familiar, um, just uh, briefly uh, touch the screen where that uh, person's information is, or at least their most recent message, and uh, should come up some options for you to contact that party. Um, but uh, anyway, Tim, I really don't have much to add. I, I, I think uh, you know we remain in kind of a wait and see. Uh, position here, and you know, in the next 24, 48 hours, we're we're going to lo- learn a lot of uh, a lot about the future uh, with Gladia Coin. So, hopefully, they're able to put it together and uh, save uh, what appears to be a sinking ship. So, <laughs> that's what we're I hoping. Might, for. I might I might add that a lot of people make claims of Ponzi and a lot of other words that they've seen in the past, but make sure before you make those claims or even infer that that you have a definition of what it is you're inferring. Because my experience is 99 people out of 100 who's, who imply a Ponzi scam, because they've heard it before, um, don't know what it really means. So get clear on those words before you use them, because we have no evidence one way or another that this is a Ponzi or that these people have an intent, an ill intent, to take our money and run. That doesn't seem to be the case, and I've seen those kind of scenarios happen. And when it's all over, they take money and run, and then let the players chase them. In this case, it might be a little more difficult, but in the end, they could get caught. So don't make that presumption until you have more evidence to, to, to that end, because what it'll do is make you crazy. 
you'll go insane being angry and all these other things. Let's just stay calm. We can we can uh, hold out for a few more days until we get some more positive or negative information, and from that we can act otherwise. So any other questions, any input about things they run into that are not good that people should stay away from? That would be really helpful. Hey, Tim, this is Dave Jensen. I, yeah, um, Dave. Just a couple of things that I've experienced. Um, I've, I've uh, talked to a gentleman who had the he had the fee come up to to have to pay it. Right. He decided to pay it, and he immediately the next day continued to get uh, his his trader bonuses coming in. And uh, of course, when they did this last week blackout he stopped receiving them right. but he they did resume after he paid the fee so my I kind of feel like the way you do if if they start paying the trader bonus after on Friday like they say they will I'm tempted to because I have several positions who expired today and yesterday and some that expire on Friday right. um, or not expire, but uh, are required to have the fee paid. But apparently, because this this other this gentleman I talked to went in two days after and paid it, and it started paying again. Yes. So like if they do start paying again, you can go in and at least that was his experience. I don't I don't know at the end of this week if that'll be the same for us or not. But. Um, I would think they're going to want to. I, I would think they're going to want to recover as many people as they can. So if their intent is good, they they allow people to start up again just by hitting the bonus on the pay the ransom fee. Right, and then another piece of information that I the, the reason I got involved out here locally instead of with Wynn was uh, the, the the gentleman that he caught the exact same time day as Wynn and. He he owns a private mint, uh, fifth largest in the United States, and mints gold and silver and precious metals. Mm-hmm. And uh, he 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 had a lot of information about it. He also had some uh, sources where we could purchase Bitcoin at a, a reasonable rate. And um, uh, where it was local, that's why I ended up going there. But um, uh, bottom line is is uh, this same gentleman who's met uh, the founder of LeaderCoin. I don't know if that's one of the ones that you've uh, been dealing with or that you've heard about, but the owners of GladiCoin have approached him to buy his software for several million dollars, and he he would not sell it to him because he has his own and it's it's structured very similar to Gladiator, except that it's compound, not simple. And he only pays out Monday through Friday. And he's pretty open about the fact that he trades on Saturday and Sunday for the company. And that yep. Monday through Friday is when you get paid out. Uh, but it's it's between one and a half and two and a half percent that he pays out each day, Monday through Friday. And uh, we had the opportunity to meet this individual. Um, he's, he he lives in Brazil, but he was here in the United States and he's traveling around right now. Um, 
And so LeaderCoin is one that, that maybe you could you could check out. Um, I have not gotten involved yet because I'm kind of waiting for some of this fallout to happen, doing my own research. Because, like all of us, I think we're we're we're, we're a little bit uh, not trigger happy at this point. <laughs> yeah, context is a good word. Yeah. So for what it's worth, that, that's some information that's out there. He, he 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 said he was not at liberty to share a couple of things that he knew about Gladia Coin, but he said they were not positive, and I, I still do not know what that meant. And I'm not trying to bash on Gladia Coin because I'm really hoping that they start paying out on Friday. Because if they do, I'm I'm inclined to pay the fee and and try to recoup as much as I can, um, if not the entire position. I understand. That's pretty universal, I think. Most people are willing to go and support them if they show some rebound. But as you said, there's, there's going to be some negative um, about anything that's in a, in a apparent failure mode. And this is an apparent failure mode, but we'll find out for sure. I, I do know that on the leader coin site, because I have seen the login to uh, – uh, this gentleman who owns the Mint, he has a position, and they actually show the trading. They show how it's done and the trades that it is making right directly on the site, which I thought was interesting. Yes. Um, is, it a, is it an auto trader or personal? Um, it is an auto trader, but, and it's one that this gentleman from Brazil had created. A step in the right direction. So there is a format out there that's positive. That's what I want people to yeah. make sure that they focus on because there are an awful lot of really bizarre names and really unlikely scenarios that come up. Whereas, like you said, this one actually has on-screen trading. Some of them will give you a printout of what the trades were for the week. Some of them will trade individually for you, and some of them will trade collectively. And so all those possibilities exist, and those are going to break out, and some are going to be much more successful than others. Well, the thing I like is that he's very open about, hey, I'm going to pay out the trades Monday through Friday, and it's one one and a half to two and a half percent, depending on the size of the position you get. But it's more designed for investment than building, because yes. the building, like the binary bonuses, are not not as as good as Gladia, but uh, because it's compound interest, not uh, simple that you have to reinvest only half after the 90 days, um, it looks to to be a, a better growth of Bitcoin um, than Gladia, but not so much from, from – I mean, there is the binary, and there are bonuses and things, but it's just it's structured a little bit different. And from what I can see, it's not not as lucrative as the Gladio coin, but it's still there. Yeah. And so you kind of give one to take the other. And then the fact that he is uh, trading on Saturday and Sunday for the company's profit, and he's open about that, I I kind of like that. I thought, well, it keeps the company solvent. It, uh and I, I ran the numbers, and from the growth of Bitcoin, you actually make more that way than you do in Gladia. But uh, it also allows the company 
to to grow as well. So, for for, for and then I we've met the guy and and that that's a big deal uh, to yeah. know that there's a face with the the, the software. And, and of course, he could say whatever he wants, right? Whether he's met Gladi or whether they've offered him money for his software or not, I, I there's no way to for me to prove that. Yeah. But uh, I do like his website. So leadercoin.com for anyone on the call that wants to. And I I throw that out there for for you, Tim, because I I really appreciated the information you've given me with a lot of things over the the last months and. Um, appreciate you letting me be on this call, even though I'm not in your downline. Hey, that's what it's here for. You shared some good stuff, and you you realize that that other one that you were in, have you seen what that's doing? Uh, the Dave, the PROC. It's bouncing uh, between. Oh. It's, bouncing, it's bouncing between seventeen cents and and twenty one cents. Oh, oh yeah, I. That's in February. I'm, I, I haven't had a lot of time to even deal with that one. But, I'm uh, sure you didn't. That's what I'm telling you. I was doing very yeah. well. So, so thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, well, it was good to hear from you. And, and thanks for sharing that with everybody. I'll get on it and take some looks. And if anybody else needs information, I'll be glad to share it. I, I know the, the owner, the creator of this software is going to be back here in Utah where I live. Um, in, in like two weeks, and the gentleman that owns the mint has has uh, his his ear. So I, my twin brother, I sent over to meet the guy. I because it was kind of last minute that I got an invite to go even meet him. So I wasn't I wasn't able to be there, but my twin brother was, and uh, got got a report of the meeting. But I, I'd like to meet him myself when he comes back. So I'll, I'll let you know how that goes. All right. Super. Thanks. Is there any, anybody else that's got any analyzing information, good or bad? Okay. Going once, going twice. Any questions? I just said this, Bob. I just think today was a very good uh, information just to kind of staple everyone and keep everyone on the level playing field because as we all know loose lips do sink ships yeah and this is and this is a good way to hang in as a group to uh, keep going in the right direction so like i said if you have a bunch of ping pong ping pong balls in a concrete cage they can get pretty crazy inside and that's what a lot of these groups seem to do and are doing is without any information with sheer emotion jump from one thing to the next and they're going to get wiped out it's the nature of the game. <clears throat> so I'm glad we're holding it together and there are people attending the call and some hopefully are learning something and get benefit from it. It's only two nights or two days, well, not even two days, two parts of a day out of every week that I spend doing this. So it's worth it, especially if we all can move forward and do well. Yes. Good. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Anybody else? All right. I guess I'll call it a night and um, we'll be back on on Saturday morning. For one reason or another. <laughs> okay, great. Talk and to you later. Have right. a great night, guys. Thanks, Tim. Take care. Bye bye. Bye bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts 
so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.